I'm your host, Alex Woody, your favorite host, the host with the most, your, I don't know what to say, it's episode 242, and uh, we're having fun, guy, drinking on a Monday, <laughs> definitely don't have alcoholism in my family, <laughs> Irish, Italian, <laughs> it is, uh, woof, was, uh, kind of had a boring weekend, and uh, just smoked crack with Hunter Biden. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to film this. I'm like, you're crazy, but make sure we go viral. So I could begin some bigger gigs now. Yeah, did you see all this stuff went viral? Hey, guy, whatever way to make you famous, to be the fucked up son of a president, more power to you. I've been trying to get famous being the fucked up son of an Italian immigrant, but it hasn't really been working. So we're still trying. Uh, hopefully this video helps me. Shout out to my grandma who saw it and freaked out and called my mother. We're making headlines, guy. Yes, we're we're joking, but we're serious. I can't believe I made it to episode 242, and you guys can't either. You're like, oh my god, I thought this was going to be the last episode. We're tuning in. I thought it's over, but this guy keeps going. This guy thinks he's funny. This guy is in denial. Well, being in denial helps you, guy. We all know that smart people commit suicide. We all know that smart people quit, right? For people in denial, like me. Maybe uh, didn't graduate ITT Tech or high school. They stick with things longer, you know? And so we're sticking with this. We're being in denial. We're proud that we are dumb. And we're earning points left and right with the wife. You know, when you're in a relationship, you have to earn points. And these points could get them off your back next time they're mad at you. Oh, I can't believe, well, you have done this and that. and eh, You did take them to the ballpark. Well, okay. Uh, points to, you know, in an argument like that. Points for sexual favors. We'll go into that. <laughs> Um, and then points for when they talk about you to their friends, because I've been on both sides where, yeah, they start talking about you and you haven't done anything for a while. They start realizing as they're talking out loud to their friend, Oh, you're a piece of shit. Like, yeah, he, he hasn't done anything. And it's the worst when their friend has like a boyfriend or husband that does stuff like that cooks you know, or cleans, right? And they talk to your your chick, your guy, if this is a female listening, or a man that likes men. We don't exclude here at Midnight in the Bay. We don't. I could be gay. I actually took the gay test last episode, I'm 4% gay. So, once they hear that their significant other is way better than you, they start thinking, and then you get home, and they're like, why don't you do this or that? But if you start doing stuff, not every day, but here and there, big stuff, like 
one day and she just showed up and I was shampooing the carpet. She almost fell backwards. I've never seen a smile so big on her face. Stuff on the blue like that, looking at, you know, oh, what are you doing? Oh my God, you're the best. They'll transfer that to their friend and now now their friend likes you. You know, it's, it's a competition always. It's a lot of work. I get the divorce rate going up high because no one wants to work hard at anything anymore. You know, I work hard at being in denial that this podcast is going somewhere. I put that effort in. You know, people are not putting the effort in. And uh, you get divorced, you break up, you get a new job. Oh, I need a new job. You just started working here last year. Yeah, but I need to do something else. You've changed jobs five, five times in five years. And you wonder why you're not making that much money, Dad. You know, uh, sometimes you're going to talk to your family members. What are you doing? But, uh, you know, the working hard. No, I need to do that with the weight. Oh, I need to do that with the weight. I need to. But I kind of like being fat. There's nothing wrong with it. I mean, Lizzo pointed that out. Thanks, Lizzo. I think we all knew, you know, be proud of who you are. I think we all learned that. But, um, you know, I, I like being fat. I think that's why I don't lose weight. I'm like, you know, I'm warmer. I don't have to buy sweatshirts. Um, people usually don't try to fight fat guys. You don't get robbed. Kids love you because they just jump on your stomach. They jump on your back. They think you're just... You know, a fucking whoopee cushion. It's there's a lot of benefits to being fat. Um, you won't go hungry for a long time. Uh, you may need more water, though. Let me tell you, more. Hmm. I wish I was skinny for these puppies, these tall cans, because you ever see a skinny person drunk? It takes them like one half a beer and they're like, oh my God, they're on top of a roof. They're taking the bra off. You're like, oh my God, don't take pictures. She's my cousin. It's like better to do drugs and alcohol when you're smaller. When you're big, you got to do this. You got to do this kilo and that eight ball and this 24 pack. It takes a lot of money. That's why I quit the drugs, really. It wasn't because I was be a good role model for my kid or be a good husband of my wife or a good son of my parents. It was the fact that I couldn't afford it, you know? And then you start stealing from family members like, Hey, where my ring go? I'm like, I don't know. It was a lot of uh, games, a lot of hide and go seek with their stuff. But, uh, overall just, it, it costs a lot to, to be partying. It really does. So, uh, we're not doing that because of money, but maybe when we commit, become famous, Hey, we're, do, 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 do. We're out there on the dance floor. Ha, 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 ha. Feeling really high. Feeling really high. You know, we may we may be out there. I may get Michael Jackson's doctor. Oh, hi, doc. Inject me now. Let's buggy. You know, if I had a lot of money, oh, my God. I'd probably be dead. I mean, it's good. I think there's guardians, angels watching to make sure this guy put obstacles in his way, give him seven years of bad luck, make sure this guy does not make money because he'll spend it all on bullshit and probably die. You know, I'm not a big religious person, but I do believe that there's like someone or something watching over me. 
And then the one time I went to rehab a couple of times, that was the time my my guardian angel took a lunch break. Oh my God, it comes back. What the hell? <laughs> How's he going to rehab? I was watching him a minute ago. Yep. Um, guardian angel is full effect. I haven't gotten AIDS yet. I That will make you religious, you know? Uh, I went to a urinal today. There's about five of them in a row. Communal bathroom. It wasn't just someone's bathroom in someone's house with five urinals. That'd be nuts. I mean, rich people have that. If I'm rich, I'll have that. But I go in the bathroom. There's a guy on the far left urinal. Then there's an empty one next to him. And then I'm peeing. And then there's an empty one next to me on the end. We're peeing, you know, we do the check. You know, you ever look up at someone next to you and make sure they're not looking at you? And that's the 4% gave me. But I'm peeing and this guy comes in. Okay. Instead of taking the one next to me on the end, he goes to the urinal in the middle of us. I guess he's lonely. Now my pee stops. I feel weirded out. I'm like, what am I in the Boy Scouts again? I can't go pee. Now I have to go wash my hands, leave, and go to another bathroom to go pee. I think this guy knew this. I think my wife hired this guy to do this as a prank, you know? And uh, that's pretty cool that she can hire someone like that. You know, hey, uh, can you go into a, a bathroom and freak my husband out by being too close and make him stop peeing? Because I... He can't pee at A's games unless he goes to a stall. What is that? What's the deal with the shy pee? I got nothing to be ashamed of. The things, I have a Godzilla. I mean, we're, we're doing well. And plus, even if we're not doing well compared to other people, the balls are big. You know, this is why I don't watch porn or see my friends naked. Because I'm the biggest thing around if I ain't seeing the other ones. It's great for the confidence. But when I go to a baseball game and they got the the bathtub right there, you ever go to a, a sporting event? They don't have urinals. They got a bathtub. And you got to go up there with your buddies, strangers, policemen. I had a pee next to a cop. I couldn't even get it out of my pants. I had to go to the stall. Yeah, I get nervous. It's not even nervous. I just can't go pee. And it's not like I think people are looking at me. I just can't go. And I go to the stall. This is great. I'm farting. What is that? It's not a small dick syndrome. Because uh, I've seen Asian guys pee next to each other. It's not that. Does that mean I was touched as a kid? Yeah, I thought this dog was inappropriate one time. I My friend had a dog back in the day, a golden rec receiver. Is it a golden receiver? Or is that just a really good football player? Um, you know, one of those big golden dogs and this guy, he would bite my neck, give me hickeys. I mean, friends at school thought I was hooking up with chicks. So I would lie. Oh yeah. I fucked like a four. And they're like, what? We're in sixth grade. This dog would jump on top of me, hump me. That little red thing would come out. You know, um, one time he just slapped me across the face with it. I'm like, well, this is traumatizing. I'll be talking about this on a podcast in 20 years. But, uh, you know, I think I was. And you can't go after the dog because he's dead. How do you go after a dead dog for molestations? Must, uh, 
What's the word? Um, molesting, molestation, molestation charges. You know, you can't go after the dead dog for molestation charges. So, you know, we're talking it out with you guys. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that dog was violent. Do you guys know any violent dogs? I mean, I, I the worst part was this dog wasn't even neutered. Come was spraying all over me. I was like, this is... I know how uh, my mom felt in the 70s. This is horrible porn. I, uh, I uh, recently changed the subjects. I ain't calling retriever. No, no, I've been having nightmares. Um, I saw someone I hadn't seen for a while. And they go, what happened to you? Like they wanted to catch up. But I knew what they meant. You're bald and fat. What happened to you? You know, you ever see someone you haven't seen since high school and they're like, oh my God, is that you? Like, yeah, it's me. Geez, I've gained a couple pounds. I lost some hair and I did heroin for a year. I mean, come on, you can't tell it's me. Food can be, I <laughs> just changed the subject. <laughs> Food can be like a drug. When you crave it, you're like, this is going to be so good. You think about the good part, not the bad part, you know, and waiting for foods like waiting for a dealer in a parking lot. You're like, come on, are they done yet? Are they here? Your cravings is causing you to complain. I thought this place was quick. What's the deal? I'm hungry. It's taking so long. I used to wait for drugs back in the day in the parking lot. And what would happen back in the day is... A, a dealer, you know, your dealer, they would say, hey, yo, yo, uh, meet me at this CVS parking lot. I'll be there uh, right quick. Right? Some of the lingo was cool. And there was times, I swear to God, I would wait hours, Pearl, just for this guy to show up. Oh, I'm right around the corner. You'd be calling him. Hey, where are you? Where are you? And the worst part was, is, I had a flip phone, no portable DVD player. I'm just sitting there in the car waiting. There are so many times people thought I was jerking off in my car. They're just saying, why has this guy been here for an hour? I would, there was no looking at your phone, which honestly, it was kind of a blessing. Not for that moment. I mean, people that wait in parking lots for drugs now, they got the, the iPhone, you know, they got the movie screen in the car. They're hanging out with Mr. Tesla. They're having a good time. But uh, when I was, oof, it was rough. You know, it was, it was uh, listening to the radio. Oof, don't want to do that. You ever listen to the radio recently? It's like, oh, my God, shoot me now. Forever hold your peace. I, I turned on the radio recently. Every station I clicked on, there was a commercial. I was like, I can see why this is fucking going out of style. You know, fuck you. I'm going to the iPhone. No commercials. We're grooving with the Apple Music. Um, kids have it too easy. That's my point, you know? But my other point is, too, I mean, food is a fucking drug. I mean, I've been scratching at my neck. I'm fucking hungry, you know? You ever buy food for your family and you take a bite of it and you get home? They're like, oh, my God, someone took a bite of it. And you have to lie and say, oh, my God, someone probably did it at the restaurant. And then your wife is like, you need to go back to the restaurant and complain. And you go back 
and you don't really go back. You just go smoke a bunch of bowls, and then you come back with the bit and pizza, and you say, I talked to him. The guy's fired, but the oven broke, so we just have to eat this pizza. And then your wife believes you, and then she finds out you lied because she called the police because it was such an outrageous lie. And now you're in the doghouse smoking on the couch, but the couch is better for your back. But also your son sees you there, and she, he's like, what the fuck? And then he caught you having sex, and then he was like, well, at least they're fucking... Right? I told someone I liked food porn. And then they go, oh my God, you like someone, you like watching someone fuck food? And I was like, no. I like watching people eat food. And they're like, that's even weirder. You know, we're in a society when people aren't weirded out by sexual things. <laughs> How long do you have to call someone back? In my opinion, you have a limited time. I called someone the other day and called back in five years. Picked right back up. Hey, I did the boom, you know, you're speaking Indian. I had someone recently get mad at me. You didn't call me back. You called me back, you know, on Friday. I called you Monday. Well, you know, what do you want me to do? I was busy. Well, I'm a bill collector. Oh, <laughs> thought your name was Bill Collector. Hi. You ever have that happen to you? You know, it's supposed to say scam lately. Likely. <laughs> lately. Scam likely. If it's a bill collector most of the time. That's why I love that. You know, the iPhones, they started doing that scam likely. I'm like, oh, thank God. Now I know the calls to avoid of the people I owe money. And some of them, they don't say anything. And then you pick up, hey, you owe, you've been owing money to this place since 2012. Where the fuck are you? We're going to arrest you. I've had one of those calls before where I'm talking. They're like, well, you owe us money. I'm like, oh, okay, well, yeah, I went through some stuff. And I, well, you know, we're going to get the police involved now. And they never do. You know, don't ever fall for that. And unless you pay us $12,000. No, okay, my bill was 1200 you know, so I avoid these people. They're pretty brutal. I think I'm oh the mob money. And uh, remember those check cashing places? They're they're really not too many around anymore. But I used to, you know, get the the cash advance and then not pay it back. You know, it was definitely run by the mob. But uh, yeah, I I don't know. I, I I think you have a limited time to call someone back. Unless, obviously, it's a bill collector. And then you have, I think they stopped calling you after eight years. That's been my um, experience. Hmm. I've had people unfollow me on Instagram because I say, um, too much after what I say, or you know what I mean. And to those people, they can suck my way because I love saying, um, and I love saying, you know what I mean. My grandfather said, you know what I mean? I want the confidence of a person who dances in the middle of the street. Have you seen these people? I want that confidence. Most of the time it's homeless people. Oh my God, homeless confidence. I want to have that. You ever see a homeless guy jerk off in a park? Now that's confidence. I want that. I mean, I don't want to jerk off the park. I don't want to go to jail. This guy didn't even go to jail. You know, the guy I saw, and there's people walking by, he was still waving while he was doing this business. That's confidence right there. I think it goes retard confidence, homeless confidence, and then rich guy confidence.
I just want confidence. Just, when you're poor, struggling, there is no confidence. I was uh, at a drive-thru with a buddy. The lady at the window was really nice, and she started talking to my buddy who was in the driver's seat. After we leave and we have our food, he goes, uh, I think she wanted to have sex with me. And like, because she started a conversation with you, he's like, she was really into me. And like, she asked you if you want to catch up in ranch. Bro, that's code for blowjob and sex. This guy could be on or something. I have no idea. Is that code for something? <laughs> no, this friend's a delightful idiot. You know, yeah, you hang out with idiots and he's homeless, so he has that comp- confidence, you know. I'm always looking down because I don't want to actually accidentally stare at someone. Even on stage, I'm doing this because I've accidentally stared at a woman before. And they've called me, you know, what are you looking at? And then I've, I've accidentally stared at a guy. Have you ever accidentally stared at a guy? Oh, my God, it's horrifying. You want to fight? Uh, no, I just don't know where to look. I'm trying not to look at my phone. You ever try not look at your phone? And you're looking around, and you're staring at people, and they're, they're mad at you, and you're like, ah, I better look at my phone. I, uh, I took a... Uh, gym class at 24 hour fitness i knew it was the right class for me because the instructor was fat this is gonna be easy i uh was smoking some marijuana drinking a beer Mm. and i was thinking about you know when you drink and smoke you think about the past i was thinking about high school one I don't know about you guys, but I had a really fat PE teacher. And the kooky thing about it, so that with the K, she was the cheerleading coach as well. We had the worst cheerleading team in the world. You know why? Because you can't tumble if someone can't show you. Um, she would tell us to run a mile. I swear to class, I swear to God, the class would look at her like, yeah, that's for the mile, huh? It was hard to take direction. Come on, move it, move it. It was hard. I saw the same thing with this team we used to play, uh, football team we used to play, a scrimmage. They were always so bad, we just scrimmaged them. You know a team is bad, but we won't put them on our schedule. We'll just play them uh, before the season starts, you know? And they were bad because, A, they were in a neighborhood with a bunch of little Asian kids. Um, But, B, their coach was in a wheelchair. Okay? Um, It's hard to motivate a team when you can't even roll yourself out to the field. You know? And I'm not being mean. I'm being realistic. And I'm telling you what I saw. I mean, I've never seen so many kids pick their nose and stare at the grass of the football field than that team. We also could have been playing the small bus team. I don't know. Um, do you stay married when you go? Okay, here's a question for you. Let me make you guys think here, okay? Do you stay married when you go to heaven? 
Or do you get a spouse, a new spouse, while you wait for your significant other to die? Because here's my thing. Let's just say I die tomorrow. RIP, greatest comedian ever, greatest podcast host ever. Beautiful man. Can't say enough about him. Handsome, cute, attractive, sexual. Do I get to remarry when I go to heaven? I mean, let's be honest, to make it realistic, I'm probably going to hell, but I've done some good things in my life. Maybe he redeems me and lets me come in. My brother vouched for me. Do I get to marry while I'm waiting for, you know, or do I have to wait? Because that's kind of messed up if you have to wait. But then it's kind of awkward that, you know, you have this life up in heaven with another woman and then your wife dies and she comes back and she's like, what the fuck? You know, you can wait for me. But I don't know, maybe she's married to an app pro athlete now that you're dead. So, and then does she have to wait for him? And then he said, you know, it's an awkward chain of events. You know, it's interesting. I wish someone can get interviewed that has been to heaven, that has hung out. You always see interviews of people that have died for like a couple minutes. Like, oh, I saw a light, saw my uncle. He was still trying to doodle me. Like, I want to hear a testimony of someone that went, entered the gates, hung out with Tupac, came back. Let's get that story. Um, by the way, I need to tell you guys this. This podcast is brought to you by Silver Tongue Audio. Go to silvertongueaudio.org and you will be amazed by the amount of free content we have. There is no paying a subscription. There is no signing up. You just go and download. You download all my episodes there. My Nine in the Bay, if you the, the name of this podcast. And then you go to NPC Podcasts right there. That's the non-player character podcast. It's Brandon Long. I'm as long as Midnight in the Bay. And let me tell you, it's fun. It's better than Midnight in the Bay. Because I actually talk about stuff that's interesting. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But, uh, no, I'm not. But they talk about video games. And these people are in these people. No, it's not like that. These, these guys are, and gals are in the industry. And um, they know what they're talking about. And they're not just some drunk talking about failed marriage. They're reading, talking, investing in video games. And so you can tell that they know the thing and they have fun. And they also talk about addiction, something I know nothing about. Oh, yeah, I just opened up. Eh, oh, hi, nicotine patch. You're definitely going to rot my fucking mouth. And then go over to the website and see um, Dazed and Disturbed. It's a um, fun podcast. It's a guy that smokes a little weed and shines light on dark subjects. It's fun. It's crazy. Check it out. Days in the Sturm, NPC Podcast, and Midnight in the Bay. I want to take this opportunity to take a racist test with you guys to prove I'm not racist. Here we go. Please hope I'm not racist. Please hope I'm not racist. Am I racist? First question. Oh, hang on. Fucking ad. 
Do you consider yourself a racist? No. <laughs> Is that the end of the test? Do you have a first impression of a person by their color or race? Sometimes. Yes, sometimes or no. Sometimes. Is there a particular race you don't like? Yes. White. <clears throat> Do you make racial remarks or comments? Yes, sometimes jokingly, warily, no. Jokingly. Do you have friends who belong to a different race? Yes, no, well, there's a few. They're more like my peers. I'm going to put yes. What is your opinion on interracial relationships? That's cool. It is normal. It is different. It is weird. It is wrong. I'm going to put it's different. What is your first reaction when seeing a Caucasian woman with an African-American child? Aw, oh, he is so, he slash she is so cute. Good for them. That child is probably adopted. He is so trashy. I'm going to put, ah, oh, he or she is so cute. Because kids, or babies especially, are cute, not kids. Do you deny do you deny to involve in other people's festivals or culture gatherings? Are you kidding me? I love festivals and gatherings. So I'm going to put no. Hang on. How will you react if you see an act of racism? I don't say anything. I will take action against it to each their own. Well, because I don't want to get my ass beat... And it's better to stay out of people's uh, issues. I'm going to put teach their own. Do you like the quiz? Oh, this is what's going to tell me if I'm racist or not. I'm going to put yes. Okay. I'm freaking nervous. View my results. I am so freaking nervous right now, bro. I'm so nervous. Here we go. You got it. You are not racist. Oh, my God. Hallelujah, I'm not racist. Congratulations, you are far from being racist. Take that, San Francisco comedy crowd. Come on, guys, book me in Oakland. I need it. Look at that. Not racist. Screenshot that and send it to Ever. Booker with blue hair. Feeling good. Feeling great. That is the podcast. I will be back next week. Follow me on Instagram, underscore Alex Woody Comedy. And let me tell you something, okay? I gotta send send money to me, mom. Um, I have a lot of shows this month in July. So if you're in California, I want you to come home. Um, or in, in the Bay Area, I don't have any LA shows. Um Tomorrow, July 12th, I'm at Max on Broadway in Fairfax, California. Um, uh, July 14th, I'm at Blind Tiger in Oakland. That's Thursday. Saturday, I'm at Pioneer Taproom in Fairfield. Uh, Comedy Oakland, obviously in Oakland. And then Sunday, I'm at Portal in Oakland. The list goes on. Please come and see me live. If you want to see my other dates or forgot what I said, 
go on Instagram and type in underscore Alex Woody Comedy to see me. I love you guys. Thank you for tuning in. Hope you had a fun time listening. And here's a little music by my good friend, White Wolf. Take it away, White Wolf. Here we go now. Silver Tongue Audio.